0: The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Mill. He is Ewan Cameron. How you doing? You alright? Good morning.
1: I don't know whether we should be saying that. How? Because... It might not be good morning where somebody's listening. You say it almost every week. I don't. Yes, you do. It could be afternoon or evening for some people. Right, okay, just to
0: clarify for everyone listening or if you're watching on YouTube as well, we're recording this on Monday morning, so good morning if you're listening to this maybe somewhere else in the world. In Greenwich Mean
1: Time. Yes. Greenwich Mean Time, good morning. Yes, exactly. If it's... um, United Arab Emirates time, which is four hours ahead at the moment, so I- it's
0: lunchtime. So it's good afternoon. No, it's past lunchtime. It would be twenty past three in the afternoon. But it's still I don't know good know what time afternoon. If you have your lunch, but I didn't have if my- you're
1: in the Far East, it's good evening. In the Far East,
0: yes, and of course, if you're listening, maybe... In the United States and Canada. In Eastern Time, USA, so that's five hours behind, it would be 20 past six in the morning. Good morning to you. So, exactly, so I was uh, just saying... Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I was sticking in our time zone more than anything. That's fine, that's good. Okay, glad I've got your silly approval for that. Um, And how was your
1: weekend? Was it okay? Was it fine? I spent a bit of the weekend with you. Mm -hmm. We watched the rugby, Uh, Scotland versus France at Murrayfield. And it was um, I was distraught. After right, the- I'm just going to stop you there. Nobody's interested.
0: Uh, you can go and listen to the rugby po- po- podcast if you want. to. Oh, sorry, Stephen. Stephen,
1: we are uh, from Scotland. We're very proud and- of our. Ne- we're very. Pr- and- Wait, can I just make the point? No, can you I just
0: make the point that it's not a rugby podcast? I never said it I never.
1: At no point did I suggest it was a rugby podcast. And it's it's what I said last year when
0: it was the World Cup. Obviously, I want Scotland to win when it comes to rugby. I want them to win when it comes to... Tiddly Anything. Mm -hmm. But Scotland didn't win on Saturday, and my reaction was, oh well. And then I got on with the rest of my day. Well, it kind of affected me
1: at the weekend. Right, OK. It really that, bothered That's me. fine. Well, you can save that for the big Scottish rugby podcast. But I don't do a just... podcast on rugby. Well, maybe you should, because well, this isn't the platform I, for I it. I think even football fans at the weekend were disgusted and distraught at that shocking decision at the end of the game. Scotland should have won that and should still be with a chance of winning the Grand Slam. So it kind of affected my weekend, and that's all I'm going to say on it. All right? Great. We okay. can all move on now. That's can I, Wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further... Um, I've got a recommendation for you. Can you fire off my bit of music? See this bit. Right. Punters love it. No. Because... Punters hate it. No, they don't. They absolutely love it. So I'm going to recommend a TV show and not a movie this week. And the TV show is... Keep that music going. I love it. Uh, The TV show is... Uh, True Detective Season 4 Now there were three seasons before that True Detective 1 yep. True Detective 2 True Detective 3 uh, They're not connected in any way They're different series But it's got the same sort of premise about police And uh, trying to solve crimes etc In Season 1 Which I thoroughly enjoyed It starred Woody Harrelson And uh, alrighty, alrighty, right, all alrighty, alrighty um, Matthew McConaughey That was my impersonation of Matthew McConaughey Cool All right, all right, all right, all right. Sounds just like him, doesn't it? Mm. All right, all right, all right. So, season one was phenomenal. Wasn't a big fan of season two. Season three was pants as well. So, I thought I'm going to give season four a go of True Detective, starring Academy Award winner Jodie Foster. So I started watching it the weekend, and I highly recommend it. There's only six episodes. I've got through four episodes. And what it is, Jodie Foster is like the chief of police in Alaska. And when you live in Alaska, there are certain points in the year where you live in darkness 24 hours a day. So you're going out for lunch, and it's dark. There's no daylight at certain points of the year in Alaska. So it's during this period of time where it's dark 24-7, where there's this research facility. There's all these people living in this research facility and they suddenly go missing out of nowhere. Nobody knows where they've gone, what happened to them. And what happens at some point in episode one, they find the six people that have gone missing and they're naked and they're frozen in a block of ice. You and like, Goni just tell people
0: to watch something without telling them what happens and i'm in it. not going to tell you what happens because i don't but know what, what happens no because i don't know why they're frozen in a block of ice i've watched it all six episodes no i've watched the first three episodes same as me yeah exactly right so they find no th- but why that's a big part in the first like episode you've just given it away you've it's not it giving anything you've away you've given away the ending
1: for the first episode that they find the six people in the ice. Yes, that's the ending of the first episode. But there's five more episodes to come, so what I'm doing is by telling you that, that
0: that's going to intrigue people. I no, want it's to not, it's, I, it's basically going, well, I don't need to watch the first
1: episode anymore. No, I'd still watch it because um, the, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, it sets uh, it up lovely for what? the rest of the series. So I would watch it for that. So they find that the guys in the ice and they're frozen and they're naked and they're going, well, why are they naked? Why are they frozen? Why are they in the ice? Why are they looking like they're being, their faces are all screwed up? Shut and... up! You're giving away so much of the plot here. Should I mention the fact that they take the, the block of ice and they lift the no! men into the town? No, no. None of that. Don't mention that. All right. Just let people watch it. Do you think it's something to do with aliens? To be honest, I think it's
0: been pish. But I'm watching it on the basis that I've started watching it now and I'm going to have
1: to finish it. To and see that, what happened to, to the see, guys. To
0: see what happens.
1: I'll tell you, you by the way, see how there were six guys who went missing? They only found five in the ice. Where's the sixth guy? Where is he? Has he got something to do with it? Is that that given well, anything well,
0: well, Again, if you've not watched it, then <laughs> another, another serious plot line given away not his name. by you and I per
1: kind It's True Detective, season four with Jodie Foster, and she's looking great for 61. I had to ask my um, smart speaker, how old... I stopped the the, the TV show, I paused it. I went, Alexa, how old is Jodie Foster? How old do you think she is? She's 61. She's 61? Yeah, because you you just told me. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So True Detective is my recommendation, and it's it's in Alaska, and um, it's very, very good. Do you know what reminded me of a wee bit? Remember the movie The Thing? No. I mean,
0: I've heard of it, but I've
1: not seen it. Classic movie. They were in a research facility in the middle of nowhere with snow and ice. And it's got a wee hint of that about it. See if it's something stupid like that. It'll annoy me. Okay. But they're they're seeing ghosts. Aye. It's beginning to annoy me. Right, there's ghosts in it because they're following ghosts into the ice. Because... Like I, I really like the first series as well, Woody Harrelson was, and Matthew great. McConaughey.
0: Um, but it was kind of real; like there was correct. It was there, about serial killer. Yeah, yes. Whereas, like, see if you see the moment you start bringing in like
1: aliens and with, ghosts and ghosts and that, like, no. Nah. But Just, they nah. do see dead people in this season. Yeah. there's This series, they're watching, they're seeing dead people. Shite. What about that wife that's walking in where husband who "Stop, stop giving away." Plotlings for this series. If I was listening to this I would be intrigued with no, the fact you wouldn't there are You'd naked... be like You've just spoiled it no, for no, me. There are naked men and ice And there's ghosts I mean what's not to love about that Okay Thank you
0: for your correspondence On last week's show We asked you If you were a member Of the 100% Club Aye. And listened to every single episode And it turns out There are actually lots of you That have done so Well done So thank you to the following people Average Joe, Graham McFarlane, Claire Pollock, Sarah Tay, Ross Coles, Mods One, Scott Richard, Mark Rennie, Mark McGuire, George Burns, Graham Shinney's Beard, Stuart Smith, Gary Dunn, Sean94RFC, Jonesy Boy, User IJ, uh, Stephen Sharkey, Paul Ireland, Kyle Hanna, Willie6788, Adam Theaker, Big Time Burgers. You can take over here because I need to cough. On you go. Another it's on the front. Scraped.
1: It's on the front. There it is. There. I'll give you. Do I need to get through the rest of the names? Yes. Okay. Um, Nicola, 8075, Chris McKechnie, Innes McKay, Supa Gaza, Danny H, Porgy Boy, Stu Wilson, Arthur Long, Martin McSorley, Brian Stalker. Blue Nose 139, Adele Maxwell, Alan Till. Is there any more? Oh, and more. And, and there's a lot more we haven't actually named there. So um, he's, he's done a runner. He's actually left the studio. I do not know where he has gone. Am I being set up here for something? He's actually left the studio. He shut both doors behind him and he's left me here to read out these names and I'm now finished with the names. Uh, What is going on here? I'm a wee bit worried. Is there somebody coming in? What's going on? Nothing. Did you actually just go and cough? Yeah. Genuinely? Yeah. You're not setting me up for something here, are you? No. How paranoid are you? I just had a coughing fit. I don't trust you.
0: Did you just have <coughs> a proper coughing fit? Yeah, I've not been well. And I didn't want to cough on camera and down a mic. because that's,
1: that's just real life. You could just stand in the corner of the studio and cough. I know, but it's horrible. You don't want to hear people coughing. That's true. But that was just some of the names that are in the 100% did you get through them all? club. I think I did, aye. all right. There's well, loads thanks. of them. Uh, BPE 2004. I'm in the
0: 100% club. I have listened to every one of them, including The Mysterious, episode one. I have never actually watched an episode and I've only came on here to post this I don't think I could watch his happy dance in HD that was obviously your happy dance from last week.
1: Yeah, deservedly so. Hearts have finished third in the league.
0: Uh, Dizzy Sean says, I'm 100%, lol. And it even causes fights. As soon as I see it's available, I stick the episode on and my girlfriend hates you guys. I personally don't think one episode a week is enough. My favourite podcast by far. Good laugh, keep up. Thank you very much, Sean. Uh, Sarah Tate says, watching you and Stephen in the bath before watching the Rangers game. I'm a 100% club, but this is my first time actually watching. My favourite time of the week is this podcast.
1: Watches us in the bath. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, we're on, we, we, we the last week's podcast was 90 minutes long. Yeah. Did she sit in the bath for 90 minutes? Like a prune. Aye. What's her name? Sarah Tate. I mean, I like a bath and I do like sitting in the bath for a while. I have actually watched a football match in the bath. So Sarah Tate, it's I kind of know it. what it's like to sit in a bath, but I like to sit in the bath with some food and a glass of wine with while i watch
0: In the bath? Aye. Oh, you're a monster. Like this is so weird because you're really, really odd about food. Like you never, you yeah, never. Yeah, I'm a bit odd with food. You never reheat food no, or anything what? like Nothing that. like that. But you eat food in the bath. Yeah, what's when wrong with it's that? all
1: steamy and
0: oh, and it's near not, water. Stephen,
1: Stephen, I'm not having a roast dinner in the bath. What are you have I then? might have a packet of crisps. A packet <laughs> of crisps in the bath. <laughs> Why is that weird? I might have a packet Eating of crisps. The, would you eat in the shower? No, because I'll get wet. No, but if I'm in the bath, like, what's her name again? Sarah Tate. Sarah Tate, who's sat in the bath watching the show. I will put the iPad up and I'll watch maybe the football, maybe the second half of a game in the bath and I'll have a glass of wine and maybe a bar of chocolate or I'll have a, a beer and a packet of crisps while I'm in the bath watching the uh, football. that's weird. Why is that weird? Eating crisps in the bath. Do they not go soggy? No, because you just open up the bag and eat it I'm sitting up in the bath, I'm not under the water No, I know that, but even the air, air. is like oh, I know what you mean, it's kind of warm and moisture and sticky and all that stuff No, 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 I just, open, as soon as I open up the bag Cheese and onion, but, mm. bottle of beer, watching the football Monster Sarah was drinking wine in the bath watching us was this she you know? I, th- I think having a drink is different from eating oh, I like eat in the bath I've yeah. had a sausage roll in the bath Teresa made some sausage rolls And she asked if I wanted one She handed me one into the bath That's Is that weird? Yes it is And bits of the pastry fell into the bath But I just scooped up And then threw it in the toilet Soggy pastries are good an odd man I'm not really Brian can I-,
0: I can confirm I have not missed one episode The whole 73 However Stephen If you don't stop this film review Pish by Jambo Bear Then you leave us all no choice Of one star reviews <laughs> This is what I'm talking about
1: Stop doing it Puddles love it.
0: Well, Brian doesn't. Brian's well, there, was, a there, was, there
1: was a boy whose name I can remember, right? and had a conversation with him on Twitter well no I'm getting to that actually so Fizz 3565 keep up the room movie recommendations it does give me something
0: to watch and pass on to the family Um, another person big fan of the movie segment I have no plan of watching any of the films but it means less of Ewan's footballing opinions (laughs) it seems to tire him out a bit Uh, Paddy B says heard Ewan's movie recommendation this week went on to search where it was streaming for free in the UK and apparently the answer is nowhere I wonder where Ewan is getting his movies can you find out what in the name of dodgy fire sticks is going on here. <laughs> Love the show. It's on Sky, isn't it? It's man? on Sky. Yeah, it's on aye.
1: Sky. No hard feelings.
0: Uh, Barsa Bear uh, says Ewan's movie recommendation was a bit uh, weird this week. He obviously picked that movie so he could tell everyone about the story about how he lost his virginity at the age of nineteen twenty. Clearly 20. Even weirder that he refused to leave her alone for three days and still
1: messages her big sister. <laughs> She was thirty-seven, and I was in my late teens, early twenties. All right, it was every it was every teenage boy's dream. Right, Um, lots of chat about
0: your story from last week, Uh, Mark Doyle. That was a brilliant story. You and I was hanging on every word. Good on you for having the balls to go and get what you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Burke says Incredible teenage love conquest story (laughs) From Ewan I reckon even the dazzler Gordon DL Would struggle to spin a porky that far I wish it No I don't wish it was a porky It was one of the greatest days Or days In my life Tannen says All that was missing from Ewan's older woman story Was after three days He did his happy dance when he left the room (laughs) RJ Demon says Martin Scorsese's movies are shorter than Ewan's stories. <laughs> uh, Biggin says, Stephen why do you allow Ewan to torture us? First his subway story, now this attempt to try to be stiffler. Have mercy on us. <laughs> Producer not, it was actually Finch who went with Stifler's mum. Yeah, it was Finch. Not Stifler that went with Stifler's mum. That would be an entirely different plot line from an entirely different film. And it's a different website. Uh, Paul Cassidy says, Did you do his happy dance on the third day in Abu Dhabi? That's how he got chucked out of the lassies room. And finally, maybe the best review we have had. Hello to Colin Little Say hello to Colin Little Hi Colin
1: Little Lovely to have you And thanks for listening and watching mate I was honestly
0: raging When they did a U2 And dropped this into the Super Scoreboard podcast feed last season For weeks it sat there An unflushable jobby I refused to listen to it out of principle But in a moment of weakness I relented And I am now hooked This is how coercion works (laughs) Well, listen, Colin, it's great to have you on board. Yes. The unflushable jobby that continues we are. to be here. So remember, you can always leave your comments on the YouTube uh, video if you're watching there. We'll get straight to them. Uh, obviously, you can leave your comments throughout the show. We always appreciate them. Whatever it is, whatever you want to say to us, whatever it's about, then we do love to hear from you. So leave your comments on the YouTube channel and also on our Twitter feed, at Big Football Scott as well.
1: Can I say hello to Nikki Robertson? who's a fellow Pfeiffer Yes Nikki Robertson is a fellow Pfeiffer who also sent us a tweet to say that she's part of the 100% Club Mm -hmm. and also sent a picture of herself with a glass of rosy wine watching the show Right but not in the bath crucially No she was in her bed Right okay With a glass of rosy wine watching the podcast Perfectly acceptable Perfectly acceptable So I know that's acceptable but I don't know why you think that watching a podcast or watching a movie or watching the football in the bath is unacceptable No 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 I
0: don't I think that eating, eating in, a
1: bath. in the bath. Okay, can I put that question out there? Yeah, of course you can. If, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on Spotify or whatever, uh, send us a comment. Is it unusual to eat in the bath? I personally don't think it is. As long as you don't make a mess in the bath and it's crumbling all over the place, I don't see the issue with it. I wish, I wish you hadn't asked know.
0: that question because it's going to give us stunning insight into people who listen to this podcast that I don't think I want to know. To be honest with you. It might be maybe better out of sight, out of mind kind
1: of thing. you never eaten in a bath? No. At all? No. What's the longest time you'll sit in a bath? Have you watched anything in a bath? No. Nah. Right, so then... You- I,
0: I, I Baths bore me. Like, I'm I'm in a bath for about 10 minutes, and then I'm like, I'm sitting on my own filth, and then I'll have to get up and have a shower. And bubbles and candles and an iPad. It's not sex in the city, <laughs> you... Like but you're like Carrie Bradshaw but sitting across there, <laughs> writing your journal. But it's true. Though. That's what I like. Well, if that's what you like, that's what you and like. But closer... I'm just saying, I, I, like I can't be ask for a bath. I only have a bath if something's wrong. And like if you know... I'm not feeling well and... or I'm I... aching or
1: something like that. And do you know the best thing about a bath, right? And I like the bath water to get tepid, warm, and then kind of cold, and then you start to shiver a wee bit, and the best feeling ever. Is that when you get to that point where then you run the hot water and it's a mixture of cold and hot, and then you can feel the hot water moving its way up your body and then up your stomach and then up to your chest and then under your chin. And you've got the cold water underneath, but you've got the hot water on top. It's the best feeling ever. Well, if that's... And then and then but you don't stir it. Because you want that feeling of cold and hot at the same time. And then at some point, you have to mix it up and it becomes really nice and warm. And then you can get back to your wine and your packet of crisps. I'll, I'll go back to what I said a few minutes ago. You're a really odd man sometimes. You really are. And then you get out your bath, and then the first thing you do is you moisturise yourself. No. Because your pores are open. Right enough. Scottish
0: Cup at the weekend. Scottish Cup.
1: We're we going to talk football now. Yes, we're going to talk football. Let's do it. So uh, it was the Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup weekend. It was a good weekend if you're a Hearts fan. We won 4-1. We absolutely pumped Airdrie and we played like Man City. Unbelievable. And I actually think that Stephen Nace was in with a chance of replacing Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. Is that good? I mean, well, he would have been out of job a few months ago if it was for you. That's very true, but it's, it's amazing.
0: What's I mean, happened. do you ever just sit back sometimes and realise how wrong you were?
1: But at the time I was right. No, but you weren't. Well, ultimately I've turned out to be wrong. But at the time I was angry and so were the Hearts fans. Um, he was <gasps> under a lot of pressure after the run of results we were in. It was shocking. We were playing badly as well. But no, listen. But, but the
0: whole point that I made I made to you all the time Give him time. Was give him time. He'd only just got the job. And also, you were only like three points off third or something, or in third, and you were still wetting your knickers. Right, listen, it's very
1: easy for you who supports a lower league team to sit there and tell me, give them time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you needed to live in my shoes who, to understand how I, I suppo- felt at that time. Who I support is wait, absolutely wait wait, 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 wait. listen, Stephen Naismith, untried, untested, no experience. And we get off to a really poor... All managers are untried, untested and have no experience at one stage. Everyone has. But then someone like Stephen Smith should be learning his trade at somewhere like a Dunfermline. That's my point. Right, so... So he gets a massive job at Hearts and I wasn't supporting that particular move. And at the beginning, it proved as... I was being proved right at the beginning because the tail end of last season, it was shit. The start of the season, it was pish. And do you know what? Can I just we round of applause for Stephen A. Smith because he was on the telly last night being interviewed by the BBC and he talked about the criticism that he got in that first couple of months and he understood it. That's what he said. He got it because they were playing badly. But he goes, it was going to take time for us to implement our style of football... And yeah, we're but you weren't there. You wouldn't. I but at the time,
0: like this is complete revisionism from you because you're like, oh, it was all part of the plan. I was just trying to encourage him to play better. No, you weren't. You wanted them out the door, and it was all every single thing that I've ju- that you just said there. I.e., you need to give him time. He needs to stamp his own authority. I said that to you, and you were like, "This is harsh. This is different." I, <laughs> me, me, if, me. if you
1: go back and you listen to the old shows, I was screaming for a four-two-three-one. And what's he playing now? That's all I'm going to say. So thanks for listening, Stephen, and well done to hearts reaching so, so the quarterfinals that, of the Scottish Cup. So that's the only reason, because he's that's the only reason. <laughs> he's done a great job, right, in the last couple of months, and the team have been fantastic. What? We, they we what? They've we lost,
0: were, one in, lost one in 14 or 15 or whatever it is.
1: Aye, and, we've, and we're only 10 points behind Rangers. Look, we have been sensational in recent weeks, and I thought some of the goals we scored yesterday were out and I mean just out of this world I mean genuinely and I do mean this it was like watching Man City I messaged you in that first goal in our own half I mean like it's, it was Man City-esque the see, way we scored that goal see
0: Ewan this amazing. is I amazing amazing when people watch this podcast or hear your opinions or see clips of you online, I'm a football fan Stephen I call it as I see it but this is why they go we can't take him seriously because one moment about two months ago, not even that, maybe three... When when Hearts lost to Rangers at Tynecastle... you I was still, upset. You wanted Stephen Naismith
1: sacked. I was upset.
0: That was two and a bit months ago. Yeah, I was upset. And you've just sat there and said some of the play <laughs> and some of the goals that Hearts scored yesterday was like seriously watching Man
1: City. It was. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't. That first goal, d- Shanklin in his own a, half. Th- there's a bit... In between. Shanklin takes three players out while we flick in the corner. And then he a... runs from the halfway line and gets himself in the penalty spot to slot home the goal. And it goes to Neuwenhoff. It goes to Forrest. It goes out to Cochrane. Cochrane cuts it back. And who's there? The man himself, shouting, Bang, one It was well. a
0: good goal, but you were playing Airdrie, right. who are a division below you. 4-1, we're through. Well, should we talk about something else? No, I was, I was just going to wrap up by saying, um, you know,
1: what are your chances he won in the cup? We'll beat Morton in the next round. George Bowie from Bowie at Breakfast, he's a Morton fan. He was at the Motherwell game the other night there. And obviously, with me being a I thought, fan. I
0: thought Morton were excellent.
1: Yeah. And he, him being a Morton fan, we're thinking about going to the game together, but we don't know when, when that's been played. No, it's not been announced yet. It's not been so announced it, yet. But
0: I suspect it'll be the Friday night.
1: So, George Bowie was very happy this morning. I was very happy this morning. So, I thought M- Morton were sensational on Friday night. They were so much better than Motherwell. They, I mean, they made it a wee bit difficult for themselves the final 10
0: minutes or so Mm -hmm. when they conceded the goal and they were hanging on a wee bit. But before that, I thought they were so comfortable. Your boy up front, Oakley. I thought that they you know, Motherwell completely just played into their hands though. I mean, Motherwell, Morton, to be fair, pressed Motherwell really well and all Motherwell were doing were lumping long balls and they were just getting gobbled up all day and they had no answer for Oakley. I thought Muirhead played really well. um, Former Hearts player. Um, And I just think that, uh, yeah, Morton thoroughly deserved uh, their win and into the quarterfinals. And by the way, it's not going to be straightforward. That pitch is horrific. It's not a great pitch. And Funny that. You know what's interesting? You've just you've just actually stumbled upon something here. You so you said that Hearts scored goals that were like watching Man City. Yeah. Actually, like watching Man City. It was, and yet they managed to do that on a plastic pitch yesterday. Could you explain how that is?
1: I'll, I'll explain that to you because at the start of the coverage yesterday on the BBC, James McFadden and Shelley Kerr and uh, Stephen Thompson were stood in the centre circle to present uh, the opening of the the BBC live programme for Airdrie versus Hearts. And the first thing they did was comment on how good that surface was. Wait, 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 wait! It can't be though. And, and, and it no, can't be though. It's a plastic pitch. No, no, no. They said because it's just been really, re, it was just a new. Um, oh, it right. Just been relayed. So and you it like was new soft, pl- It was soft underfoot. Soft, it felt right. much better than a lot of the other pitches they were hinting right. at. So a, they were talking about Kilmarnock and they were talking about Livingston, and it felt really, really good underfoot. So you like it plastic pitches soft. if no, no, they're no. good? No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. no. But I'm So you're not. it does make a difference if it's if it's if it's right. new and it's bouncy and soft right. but over a period of time when you don't relay the surface okay. it'll, it'll, it'll be like this less crap that we're sitting in front of so
0: just to ask you a question um, you said that Morton's pitch is obviously terrible yeah right would you rather play on that or what you played on yesterday for the next
1: round if you had the choice oh that's a great question well, that's a good question because the Morton pitch was horrific on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ball was bouncing but, all over the bloody but place. But you, you hate plastic pitches and you want them ripped up and you say they're an absolute um, know, embarrassment gen- to Scottish football. But, but in a general sense, yes, they're an embarrassment to Scottish football, especially Kilmarnock and Livingston. Right, Hamilton's not great either. How but do you I'm, know? Do you know what, John? You know I'm going to do. Can I do something? Can I phone Shelly Kerr and ask her a proper I've got a her number here. No,
0: you can't. You can't cop out and ask someone no, else. No, 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 no. You can't. I want you to answer this question first. I would, if it was a choice between Morton and. Um... Bear in mind everything you
1: said about plastic pitches and the massive embarrassment that they've been. Uh huh. Hello. Shelly, it's you in here on the podcast, so don't say anything you shouldn't say. <laughs> Right. She- the, re- okay. the, the reason we're phoning you Shelley is because obviously I was watching you yesterday with the BBC for the Hearts Airdrie game at the Excelsior Stadium mm-hmm. and you were on the pitch with James McFadden and Stephen Thompson and before the game kicked off you were both or the three of you were talking about the actual surface and how it felt not too bad we're just having a discussion here about the plastic pitches and how generally they're quite shite what did you actually think of that pitch yesterday because it was apparently relayed not that long ago
2: no, it is one of the better ones. Um, personally, I'm, I'm a great believer that all the pitches, especially in the top division, should be grass. But that one in particular is, is good. The surface is decent, which allows you to zip the ball about in it.
1: So, so it's
2: it's quite good.
1: So the question that Stephen has just asked me, I'm going to ask you. Did you see the game on Friday night, Motherwell versus Morton, at Capelo? Yes. Right. Um, that pitch was horrific. It was bobbling all over the place. So I've just been asked the question, if you could choose to play on the Airdrie pitch or the Capello pitch, which pitch would you want to play on? God,
2: that's a tough question. I just always wanted to play in grass.
1: Even though it's, it's as bobbly college, as it was?
2: Aye, uh, even... Uh, that's what you... When you grow up playing football, you play in play games. you play in tarmac, you play in ash... And so when you play on a grass pitch, like I think it helps develop your touch as a young player, but I, I would much prefer to play on grass despite obviously, you know, the conditions. I'd always much rather play in grass.
1: There you go. Thanks for that, Shelley. How are you keeping anyway?
2: Fantastic. All the better for hearing your voice.
1: I know, I know. You love the podcast, you love everything about I what do. we do now that you should come in one day and join us for a laugh.
2: I'm, wait, I'm waiting for my invite
1: Oh right, okay We'll get you in one day soon um, What was that like yesterday? What did you think of heart's performance Before I let you go?
2: I thought they were really good Very professional um, Thought right through the spine of the team Pretty solid um, Real good balance Some good goals And definitely Right now They're on form
1: Are they winning so the Cup Shelley?
2: I think there's every chance
1: Shelly's a Hearts fan, by the way. Did you know that, Stephen? Mm-hmm, yeah. She's a Hearts fan. Yeah. So that's why we got on so, so well, because we're, we're maroon <laughs> at heart. Yeah. yeah that's why.
2: They were very good, yes, love
1: them. Yeah. Very good. Shelly, um, I'm only... I have, I'm not that far away from you. Um <laughs> What? Ewan, can we do the podcast? Yeah, please? no, no, but, we, <laughs> we, but every, every now and then when I speak to Shelley, we always say, well, should we meet for a coffee, but we, we never do it. Well, you can do that after the podcast. We've got <laughs> things to be getting on with. Shelley's got her day to be getting on with as well. Yeah, so I'm no, pal- no. I, I No, I'm not. We're pals. We speak often. Shelley, we'll definitely meet for that coffee sooner rather than later. We'll get you in the studio as well.
2: Sounds fantastic.
1: Love you. Bye, Shelley. You too. bye. 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 bye.
0: Right, so what's your answer to the question? Since you shat it and phoned Shelley Kerr?
2: I, I
1: agree with Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. you would always rather play on grass, but I see the point you're making. It's a very good point, Stephen. Okay, right, Aberdeen two, Bonnie Rigrose
0: nil. It uh, wasn't the best performance, uh, according to Neil Warnock on Saturday. Uh, Bojan Miowski, a couple of good goals as well. He's described Bojan Miowski. What are you doing, Ewan? We're I'm, recording a podcast. I know, but I'm taking a selfie to send to Shelley. You can do it afterwards. Yep. Jesus Christ almighty. Um, Neil Warnock says that
1: Bojamioski is the best striker he's ever managed. That's that's some statement from a boy who's been there, done it, got the T-shirt. He's been managing for how many decades in, 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 in English football?
0: 75.
1: It's unbelievable that he said that. But do you know what? Actually, when you look at the sort of teams that he worked with, he actually, he, he said he was like, I've always had good goalkeepers,
0: centre-halves, midfielders. He was like, I've never had that one really, really good striker. And he was like, I think I've finally
1: found it. Did, did he not work with the likes of Billy Sharp and that? Sheffield, you know, before his time, Because Billy Sharp's yeah, a good striker. Yeah, possibly, but... But we'll I know. thought, listen, Mujovski is something special. Let's be honest with you. He's only 24 as well, so his best years are still ahead of him. And he scored two cracking goals. See the first goal? That first, first goal, touch really and then nice bang. Finish. Brilliant finish. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for Miofsky and Fair play to Aberdeen for finding such a gem. They're going to make so much money from him. And I'm going to say this now. Aberdeen, do not take anything less than £7 million for him. He's that good a player. And I think he will go into bigger and better things. That's no disrespect to Aberdeen. I'm talking about going to the Premiership or going to Germany or going to Italy. That boy is going places. He's such a good striker.
0: So... Kilmarnock in the next round for Aberdeen after they beat Cove uh, on Saturday made a wee bit heavy weather of it uh, but eventually got through Marley Watkins as well your favourite man of the match uh, and also scoring his second goal in four days as well five games unbeaten they play Celtic at home on Saturday as well um, and they will love going to Aberdeen yes. in the next round, I am sure. Derek McInnes and everything—the storylines around that game are huge. Now, if you've not seen this, if you just go to like YouTube and uh, after you finish watching the podcast, obviously, and go to—I think it's the Battle of Bramall Lane. Yes, and there's a wee Sky Sports thing, and they have explained it all. Derek McInnes was playing for West Brom yes. in that match. Neil Warnock—it's it actually very funny. Yeah. Um, so, so Derek
1: McInnes, former Aberdeen manager, going back to his old stomping ground, and he's going to be managing against the player from the Battle of. Bramall Ray- Lane. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting watch. There's a lot riding on that game, and both. Well, Aberdeen at home, you'd have to say, are slight favourites, but Kilmarnock are playing really well. Yep, absolutely. It's a cracking game, that.
0: Hibbs uh, got through again eventually uh, on Saturday. It uh, took until the second half to get the uh, breakthrough against Everness 3 when it was uh, beating last year's finalist at Cali Stadium. So, Boyle on the score sheet as well, which Hibbs fans will be delighted with. Good finish. He's uh, back and a good finish as well. And um, they've been drawn. Obviously at home to Rangers who beat Air United uh, on Saturday night. I think that's a
1: 50-50 game. Mm, Scottish, Scottish Cup, if they can fill that ground out, quarter finals of the Cup, I thought, Last week, Hibs were very good against Celtic, especially in that second half. Hibs need to improve. They I have think, to improve. Because I thi- I think R- they- Rangers just keep winning at the moment. And they're not playing great, though, but they're winning without playing great. And I think you could say the same about Celtic. But I think that Hibs have got a wee chance because they can't get any bad as they've been. And I thought the second half performance against Celtic was very good. They were very good against Inverness and in what was a tricky game. And a lot of people thought that might be a banana skin and that might be where you get the shock. Good professional performance, score three goals at a difficult venue. So is this Hibs on the up? Their new signings look not too bad as well. And once they all gel, when it comes round to that game against Rangers, I think it's a 50-50 game because of the home advantage. Rangers
0: obviously getting past their United by two goals to now You said um, yourself they are not the best performance He's... again by Rangers. But um, me and my mates were talking about this yesterday, actually. You know, since Philippe Clements come in, I don't think Rangers have really
1: blown anyone away. They at the were tiers. good against Real Betis in that game 3-2. Yeah, yeah,
0: they did. But I think in general, they haven't been playing great. But you cannot argue with no, the
1: results. No. The and results the, have just been so consistent, obviously, apart from the, one, the big yeah. one
0: against Celtic. And the
1: thing about Rangers as well, and this is why the Rangers fans during the January transfer window were screaming for an all-out number nine striker when you look at their stats, they're averaging something like 24 shots on goal, but only like four or five of them are on target. So if they did have a proper out-and-out striker, who knows how many goals they'd have scored and how more comfortable the results would have been for them. We'll never know. So it's not like they're not creating chances and they're not having shots on goal. They just don't look as though they're playing that great. And the longer a game goes on where it's only 1-0 or 2-1, the opposition have always got a chance and, and, that's, they, and that's why it gets a bit nervy for them. And if they play against an opposition with any quality... Correct. ...it may come back to bite them. Like, on they've got Hearts in a couple of weeks at Ibrox and Hearts are flying so defensively... A, a straightforward home win, no, you would No, wouldn't, I wouldn't... i tell you right now, the way Hearts are playing just now... Rangers will beat Hearts. 100%. I'm scared to say what I'm thinking. What? I'm not going to sing follow, follow. I'm not going to put no, myself in that it position. Exactly. No, you've already exactly. I'm not going to sing simply the best either, but... I think that we could stop Rangers will be hard. I still th- I think we've got a chance of stopping that Rangers juggernaut. Uh, I think we've got a good chance. We're a really good side, Stephen. And Stephen, we're a really good side. We now know how to win games. In man City. Aye. You're we, now, city, we now yeah. know how to win games even when we're not playing great. We can we've got a goal in us. And that's that's where we are a threat to Celtic and Rangers. We could be the team that ultimately decides who wins the title. Okay. I mean that's, that's, a, that's how good we quite, are. Quite the turnaround
0: from a few weeks ago <laughs> when you wanted Stephen Naismith sacked.
1: But yeah. Rangers went, but yeah, that was it was it was two nil but not great.
0: Partick Thistle two, Livingston three, a great comeback from Livingston. Thistle were two goals up. And then they chucked it all away. Uh, Joe Newbley, a couple of, or one very good finish. Brilliant uh, finish. From him. Uh, was it a topoke? Don't know if it was a topoke. Top, top corner, topoke. Could have been a topoke. I think it was a topoke. And then obviously Yenge uh, with the header right at the death as well. So that will be a boost for Davy Martindale going back into the Scottish Premiership action uh, this weekend. The they play St the, Mirren on Saturday.
1: The top going into that game, if they lost it, uh, Martindale was gone. That was the talk going into it. So he needed that. The club needed that because I think they were on a run of seventeen games without a win. Partick Thistle
0: doing Partick Thistle things, though. Aye. I mean, they just like uh, there's barely any other team who can be 2 to up and then just completely chuck it the playoffs last season against Ross County as well Aye. where they were three goals up with Aye. 15 minutes to go or I whatever know. it was so um, yeah they'll be kicking themselves 2-0 up at home on Saturday and manage to chuck it and obviously Livingston drawn away to Celtic in the next round of the cup because Celtic after all the sort of huffing and puffing before the match were pretty comfortable yesterday yeah
1: I thought uh, St. Martin started well yeah they did they started well but, but as soon as the first goal goes in I thought Celtic won it quite easily, to be honest with you. Again, without being great. Yeah. You just needed to get over the line, and that's all you want for your team. If you're not playing great,
0: get the win. That's where the chat sort of came from yesterday. We were just saying, you know, both Celtic and Rangers are not great. are not know, great to watch. They're not great to watch. Nah. They're, you know, there's no players where you're getting excited to see them or anything nah. like that. It's, uh, and, you know, we were talking about last week because you were saying there's a lot of empty seats at the Hibs Celtic match yeah. last week. And I was sort of like, but watching Celtic and Rangers now, there's no attraction. Like, if you, like, I remember um, going to see Dunfermline play Celtic and Rangers at East End and the old terrace in East End. What in the 90s? No, it would have been the 90s. And oh, you're t- talking big stars. Yeah, you're talking, like, you know, Loudrop and Gascoigne and McCoyst, and then you had Van Hoydonk and De uh, Canio, Yeah, you know, even, like, you know, big Scotland internationals yes. that, you know, we used to see... you're playing major- Lambert's this world and exactly. all that. Exactly, Colin Hendry, yeah. guys like that. So there was always a sort of... And it was always a sellout. It was always the biggest game of the season. Um, but, you know, I just went and looked at Hearts attendances for last season, and Celtic and Rangers were among the lowest attended matches. Yeah. Because there's no attraction, and they'll probably get beat. Aye. So what's
1: the point? Well, who was the last star star player? I mean, like box office for Celtic and Rangers. Do you know what I'm getting at here? Because yeah, no, I know, I know. I, I, I remember when I was. Well, there's on... obviously been good players. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking about like when I was on the real radio football phone in. Yeah. There's a new producer, so he doesn't need to press a button. No, right. don't
0: you dare! Don't you dare! Press it. Press it, Scott. Press it. Oh, Press this it. This is
3: the real football phoning. Yes. With you and Cameron he and Alan He gets the Ruff. job. Well now done,
1: producer
0: Scott. There
1: we go. Uh, <laughs> me, 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 So, you'd have, like, Craig Bellamy turning up. Mm-hmm. And Roy Keane. Janinho. Robbie Keane. Um, Robbie Keane as well. All turning up. And then you looked at the likes of Rangers and that, and the Andre flows, etc, 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 etc. Um, your, your jean Elaine Boom songs and people like that. When was the last time that Celtic or Rangers brought in a star name like that? And I know it's throwing that one at you right now without giving you much time to think about it, but the last big name where you go, wow, that's box office. For me, it would be Steven Gerrard, but he's not a player, he's a manager. And I would also put Brendan Rodgers into that category, but again, he's a manager and not a player because he'd come from the premiership, having done well with uh, Swansea and Liverpool. So, but in regards to the playing side of things, who was the last Juninho? Who was the last Robbie Keane? Who was... Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I know. I don't think there's been any. And there's certainly none now.
0: Like, absolutely none now. No. Whatsoever. I'm trying to think. Who else would there be? Even this- looked at the... Like, St Mirren's attendances this season have been really, really good. And then yesterday, it was it was way
1: down on what it usually was. If there's any Rangers or Celtic fans out there that can correct us, who was the last box office sign-in that either club brought to Scotland let us I know mean, I wouldn't put Jermaine Defoe in there so don't anyone suggest that because that's definitely no, I, not that I don't think anyone was, would was that, that but I'm just saying he's at, he was at the age risk. I mean
0: what I would say is everybody probably looked at Aaron Ramsey and thought that's a big signing and it turned out to be absolutely terrible but I didn't think it was a big signing at time because of his injury but, problems coming from, know, Juventus, from Juventus I understand It's signed from Juventus like yeah, okay. you know he was he yeah. was a big name player Yeah, but he obviously I, just didn't deliver at all maybe give you that one at the time when it happened yeah exactly
1: yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Well done, Stephen. Well, Thank you very
0: much. Okay, so um, that is the Scottish Cup all done and dusted uh, for another two, three weeks. And then we'll have the quarterfinals uh, in the next week. Well, I guess the first full weekend in, is it the 8th and 9th of March or something like that? Something like that? I think it's the second weekend. In March, I seem to recall. See, if you
1: don't know the answer to your own question, then why are you bother is, asking It's that?
0: the 9th of March. Uh, OK, Scottish Premiership, there was one match yesterday and it looked like St Johnstone were heading for all three points against Dundee at Dens Park. But Luke McCowan scored from the penalty spot and then John McGee, 89th minute winner. That means Dundee are into the top six. This is how tight the Premiership is at this moment in time because if you look at it, St Johnstone were going to be in the top six had they won yesterday. However, Dundee turned it around. Now it's Dundee that are in the top six. And I think St Johnson are down in 10th place. And they're
1: now five points behind Dundee.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. So it's all very tight. And it was a big win for Dundee because we've given them a lot of praise on this podcast this season. But of late... What was it, two wins and 12? Two wins and 12. Before yesterday. So um, they were under a wee bit of pressure, um, but that has sort of eased off a little bit. And uh, yeah, they're going to be fine, Dundee. I think St. Johnston will be fine as well, to be perfectly honest. I still don't think
1: Dundee will be in the top six. I think Hibs and Aberdeen will come good and catch them. Mm, We'll see. In the Championship,
0: there was only one game this week and it was another rotten game because it finished on
1: one 0 Queen's Park 3. We gave you a bit of stick last week and... I actually felt sorry for you after that show. I, I thought we went a wee bit over the top, if I'm being honest, but fuck me, that was funny. <laughs> Watch if you get beat again at the weekend from <laughs> Queen's Park, who are pish, and they well, go to East End well, Park, to be fair, and the, they win 3-0. Well, they've actually won three in a row, Queen's Park. Is James Park. McPay still in charge? Yes. Oh. James. He's a nice guy, and I think he's got enough credit in the bank. James, James Woodpeck will
0: be in charge for Saturday. Um, See after what you did last year. It's our growth at home on Saturday, and if you know, if we don't win on Saturday, I think there'll be a big, big questions. Yeah.
1: What would be really, really funny is if you swap places with Falkirk. I mean, it would be funny for the podcast.
0: No, it wouldn't be funny for the podcast,
1: and it wouldn't be funny at all, really. If truth be told, I don't want you to go down because I no. want Falker Good and in the same division next year because no. that is just great for Scottish football. So, haven't scored in three games.
0: Do you know the weird thing is? So, obviously, lost 3-0 on Saturday, lost 5-0 to Morton the week before. Mm. The, year, the week before that, went to Tannadice and got a 0-0 draw. So, Something's like, gone I, I, wrong. Like, I mean... We still have, I know I sound like a broken record here, we still have so many injuries. There was a picture at halftime on Saturday, there was some kids doing some uh, charity walk or something like that. Oh, you showed that to me. And there was all the injured players there, and there was nine injured players. Five. At least six of them would be starting. At least six of them.
1: And I'm just like, well, you know. Listen, no team in the premiership could cope with that so a team like Dunfermline in the Championship are never going to be able to cope with James that James McPake did come out uh, swinging
0: after the game said that this team will not be relegated he's is, right that's what he you said will. you won't and he said that there's a couple of experienced players coming in this week Good. and they're working hard on that so hopefully that will make all the difference
1: you will not get relegated the fear is that you drop into the playoffs but then I look at the teams that you might face in the playoffs if I you do drop into that you'll be fine Dunfermline's playoff record is but you'll be fine so bad under James McPake and that squad players you've got you'll be fine hopefully it doesn't get to that
0: right League 1 uh, Allo beating Sterling Alvin by a goal to nil on Saturday their ninth win of the season keeps them in 5th place A uh, big result for Falkirk and they weren't even playing because Hamilton lost 3-2 At home to Annan. So um, that's a huge win for Annan as well. They're obviously trying to escape uh, the relegation playoff spot at the bottom because Edinburgh are rooted. Um, But Hamilton looked to have completely chucked it now. Uh, Kelly Hearts nil. uh, Queen of the South nil. Nothing happening there. Uh, Montrose 3-0 winners against Edinburgh City. And uh, Edinburgh haven't won a game since November. And they're 15 points adrift at the bottom of League One. So Edinburgh City will be playing League Two football next season speaking of League 2 football let's get to the President
1: Hey Ian and Stefan only kidding you guys are the two names I never forget Ewan and Stephen it was all about Dick in League to this week Dick Campbell that is as he returned to Scotland's greatest league and managed to get a point off my Warriors we are still 16 points clear at the top though so no biggie jobby mccall is finding it hard down here though as clyde got beat again by Stranraer this time and are stranded at the bottom by 10 points elgin got a last minute goal to beat spartans to 2-1 while in the other game dumbarton and four for fought out an entertaining desmond i'll be back next week ian and stefan smell you later Biden out See you, Joe. There he goes.
0: Did he say smell you later? Smell you later is what he said, yep. Smell you later. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, Joe. Right, sign for some uh, refereeing decisions.
2: La gente esta muy loca. What the fuck? Is
0: there any? Yeah. Do we have some? Yeah, there was also some from last midweek as well, if you remember. Oh, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll briefly cover them. Go on then. Um, So let's start with the weekend games. So, uh, Scott Brown was having a wee moan about this, about Fabio Silva saying he shouldn't have been on the pitch to score the second goal. Here, here, a
1: bit like last week, who was the one last week who got a yellow card to begin? Oh, Narocki. Yeah. Noroski. Yeah. The Celtic defender. His first one was near a yellow card and then they're all moaning and greeting that the second one should have been a yellow card and ascending off. Well, I did not think the first one was and I thought the same for Fabio. I thought the first one wasn't a yellow but I thought the second one was. Connor Golson lunge not looked at by VAR. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's, yep. They should have looked at it. Yep. But was that sending off? Well, it's Conor Goldson, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, he can,
0: he can just hand the ball, hand ball in the box regularly. You know, <laughs> Conor Goldson does what he wants. Uh, Willie Collum, uh, he booked uh, Scott Brown, uh, and obviously that brought back good memories for Scott Brown, I'd imagine, as well. So
1: I thought Scott Brown conducted himself great on Saturday there thought he was very good and I thought he was very good in the build up to the game and after the game as well he had a point about Fabio but I don't think Fabio's first challenge was a yellow card
0: Uh, Lewis Palmer got booked in the box for diving yes
1: okay it Uh, was very similar to Martin Boyles from the week from the midweek game against Celtic mm -hmm. very similar dive Uh, Liam Gordon fell on back a yoga that leads to the
0: VAR penalty for Dundee Um, so Uh, what's his name Craig Levine wasn't happy with that yeah Craig Levine was uh, absolutely but I I thought it was a penalty Okay, uh, so obviously we had the situation at the weekend where there is VAR for some games and no VAR for other games. Correct. Um, Partick can see that from a corner, which shouldn't have been a corner. Now Can't use VAR for that. Can't use VAR for There's that. There's no point anyway, talking about so, it. Uh, elsewhere, midweek games last week. Now, there was Bolton sending off for St Mirren. He missed the game yesterday. It was uh, against Dundee. Dundee, yeah. And their win, their narrow win. It, They obviously appealed it, and it got upheld. Which is, it was never ascending off. No, it wasn't in a million years. Correct. However, was it not the case that he was already on a booking? Correct. And he probably would have got got
1: yellow for it anyway because of being rash.
0: But that surely that's besides the point. It wasn't a straight red. It was a rash challenge. It wasn't a rash No, No, no. The,
1: no, no, it was rash in regards, when you look at it full speed, I mean, he does no. go flying in. No, he does, he, he, he flies, no, 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 Stephen. it's not a red card. He tackles him, he tackles Steve. him with his, he pulls St- him. No, I mean, it's not a red card, but I think he may have got a second yellow, had the referee deemed a second yellow. And we'd have been sat here not complaining about the second yellow. And I think that's why they've probably upheld it going, well... I think, put it this way, see if it wasn't a second yellow card offence, which I think at worst it was, mm-hmm. or just a yellow card offence. If he hadn't had a yellow card to begin with before making that challenge, I think they'd dismiss that red card. But that's ludicrous. That's that's besides the point. I know what you're saying. They should ignore that and just judge the challenge. That's you on irrelevant. You, yeah. judge,
0: you judge the challenge and what is not the circumstances not. of the match.
1: Correct. But yeah, I
0: agree with you. It's it's a yellow at worst. Um, right. The other big decision from last midweek was Sterling's sending off against Aberdeen. Um, Now, Don Robertson was asked to go and look at the monitor after he'd sent it off. Yes. Don Robertson looked at the monitor and went, I've got the right decision, and I stuck with the decision.
1: Well, I I messaged you straight away, Mm -hmm. and I actually applauded John Robertson for sticking by his decision. We need referees to do that more often. Now, whether they're right or wrong is irrelevant, the referee needs to stick by what he believes to be the right decision. I want more of that in the game. Now, some of us might agree that it was the correct decision. Some of us might think that was a poor decision. I thought when you look at full pace, it could be deemed dangerous and reckless. I can see where the referee's coming from. So from his position at that time, he's got it right. Now, you can look at, in slow motion think well it's not that bad but I think fair play to the referee for sticking by his decision that's what I would say about I thought Sterling was a bit unlucky to be honest I I know what you mean but I think fair play to the referee for sticking to his his guns with that one okay right here's what I'm going to say though here's what I'm going to say was the decision made easy because Rangers already 2-1 up I mean possibly I don't know I mean I shouldn't it but but what, I'm, what I'm getting, what I'm saying, is does it make decision easier? Because I mean, there, there, was, are, there was still eight minutes stoppage time or something. Because you're at after. Ibrox. I mean, fair play the referee, the pressure he's under at yeah. Ibrox in a Scottish Cup tie, sorry, in a league tie with Aberdeen, where Rangers need to win to go level in points. It's huge pressure. Is it made easier because they're already two one up? Uh, possibly. I'm just from a mindset. But then had Rangers considered an equaliser? Could you imagine? Oh. Oh, I'd have been fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been, would have been, would have been absolutely calm. See the so... two penalties that Celtic got with the two penalties against Hibs? I... I thought the first one was reckless because he was never getting there and he's put the boy in hospital. But I also understand the other argument, which is you see players who challenge for the ball and there's a head knock yeah. and then you, you, there's nothing done about it. I don't know. Like, he was a bit I, late. I think for both of them, if I'm a Hibs fan, I'm not very happy. You've seen many a player get shot off and then get hit late and then they don't do anything about it. It's one of my bugbears that
0: players get shots off and then get nailed after them. Taken out. And they're like, oh no, but you got your shot away. And I'm like, yeah, but that's still a foul. Foul, yes. Um, Keepers are the worst at doing it. Correct. So sometimes what will happen is the player will dink it over the goalkeeper and maybe hit it wide and then the goalkeeper wipes out the striker. yes. And then they're like,
1: oh no, it's just a goal kick. And uh-huh. like, but that should be a foul. Yeah, It happens all the time. I think the referee got it right in regards to the and in, 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 in regards I, to the challenge and what happened afterwards, but I think it was pro- probably is, a penalty but that will happen another 10 times a season and it won't be given so that referee I'm going to keep an eye on him okay. because let's see if he continues that consistency if you get um, your shot off and you get wiped out after the shot has been taken yep. are you going to be given a penalty I
0: think it should be a penalty but it's very rarely given very rarely given I agree um, okay right that's VRWTF let's move on then shall we the Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Hugh and Cameron. Right, start, stop, sell. It was our version, or is our version of Snog, Marry, Avoid. You need to decide which one of the three options you would start, which one you sub, which one you sell. Last week, it was James Bond. Oh, yes! So it was Daniel Craig, Roger Moore and Sean Connery after much debate. Um, so Nicola Doyle says start Daniel Craig he'd no nonsense or he is a no nonsense player I should say sub Roger Moore he's won a golden gun and sell Sean Connery he'd know if he's heeding the game because he wants to go to Rangers like Lauren Shankland uh, Big G says start Connery sub Moore sell Craig interesting Alan says start Craig sub Connery and sell Moore Craig R says start sub sell firstly producer John is right Brosnan is the best bond who's that who
1: says that Craig R Craig, you're useless, mate. You've not got a clue when it comes to Bond. You've clearly not watched anything other than Piers Brosnan Bond movies because uh, Timothy Dalton's better, Daniel Craig's better. I'd even go as far as to say Roger Moore's better. Now, he's pish as far as I'm concerned. I'm not a fan of Sean Connery. Even he's better than Piers Brosnan. Even the boy that just did the one Bond movie... George Lazenby is better than Brosnan. Well, he actually
0: mentions him there. He was like, I would take the Celtic approach, sell them all for 20 million and loan in Lazenby. <laughs> uh, sell Daniel because... Well, I don't want to actually say why, because if you've not seen the last Daniel Craig film... Well, he dies.
1: What do you mean not to... Why s- do you always spoil things for people? But this year's old, everybody knows I he's know, dead. but... People know he dies, isn't it? He gets blown up in the end on the island. And his, and his girlfriend's watching. Just just ha- leave a little something for people who want to watch the films and discover it themselves. But Stephen... It's no, I'm like, not! Like, it's, like, it's like going, let's not talk about Darth Vader being Luke Skywalker's dad. I am your father. Not quite. That was like 40 years ago. No, but it's, it's the same thing. Like, I don't know. Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows he's dead. Could you please stop spoiling films? No, but these movies are old and everybody knows the answer. Yeah, they're old movies. That movie's about three years old. What? Psycho it's the guy from who, the 1960s I, and everyone knows si, that the, the mum is actually the guy who actually runs the hotel pretending to be his mum Dave says Sel Craig comes flying at the traps but has the worst finish of any bond
0: uh, Stark Connery wily combative and can always get you out of trouble however ban him from interviews and talking about women A uh, Sub Moore knows how to make a grand entrance and always ends up on top Caffer uh, says Stark Moore tremendous shooting skills in Moonraker and could get past Jaws easily Sub Connery for his experience was Bonnie Rig Rose. He did play with Bonnie Rig when he was a younger man. And uh, sell Craig for failing to protect M in Skyfall. Uh, Craig says, start Craig, sub uh, Sean and sell Moore. Unless it's Cannonball, run Moore, then he can make the bench. Uh, Neil says, start Craig is the only one that shows damage in a fight. Uh, Sub Connery and sell Moore as he's an annoying fud. JR says, start Bond, sub Bond, sell Bond. It's really easy to be honest with you. Very, (laughs) very clever. Uh, A few other ones as well. Uh, P, Mac B says surely Sean shits on the bench (laughs) Uh, plus need to fulfil the homegrown Scottish quota for Europe anyway a very good point Uh, star Daniel and sell Roger so based on your votes uh, start Craig sub Connery Ben Moore now we've got a couple of choices for this week's contenders for start sub sell
1: go on we've got a couple of different topics go on
0: it's the Chinese New Year oh it's the dragon yes the year of the dragon
1: is it the year of the dragon I watched some dragons in the uh, um, what's the shopping centre that we go to on a Saturday, the St James Quarter. St James Quarter. There was a couple of dragons running around there the other, on Saturday right. for, for the Year of the Dragon. Okay, the it was very day. visual and very nice to see.
0: Lovely, excellent. So, um, so what's that? What's what? How would there be a start sub sell for that? Well, f- your favorite Chinese food, because <gasps> oh. obviously Chinese takeaways might be closed over the next couple of weeks because a lot of Chinese takeaways do take the Chinese New Year off for a Year of the of weeks. Dragon and stuff. So, your favorite thing for a Chinese so, restaurant? So, so we could we could do that. Or, since it's Valentine's Day, on Wednesday... Something to do with love.
1: Something to do with love, so... Maybe- <gasps> I know what to do. Missionary, right. doggy, or the wheelbarrow. <laughs> no, Ewan. We're not doing that. We're not doing that.
0: For a number of reasons... Can I pick the wheelbarrow? <laughs> for a number of reasons, we're not doing that. We can't do that. We've been through this before.
1: Okay, So we can't do that, then? No, so... Something else Valentine's related that's not that or to do with that. Right, but what else happens on Valentine's Day? Oh, you're talking about like a meal deal from like Marks and Spencer's or Lidl or Tesco. I was leaving it open to you right. and you've chosen to go down that route. No, well, I can't think of anything else that you do on Valentine's
0: so Day. So let's go for the Chinese takeaways then. <laughs>
1: no, 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 let's just, let's just, like right. let's just, so what else happens on Valentine's what, Day? Maybe gifts, flowers, chocolates. <laughs> Oh, come on mate missionary doggy wheel wheelbarrows we can, we can do that we can do
0: that producer John was his shit we do that we can do that uh,
1: no. can you imagine putting the uh, oh, can you imagine putting the pictures up on Twitter for no that? I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> can you can the reaction if we were... Cause see, what we do when we come, we start sub-sell, we put pictures up of what we're discussing and what you need to decide who's to start, who's to sub and who's to sell. Can you imagine producer John Hammond, He'd find three images to put on Facebook and Twitter? Probably and with our, our bosses, faces. And then our faces over <laughs> Can you imagine so, our boss's reaction? We, we, can, we can do that, yeah Okay, right, what else is, is Valentine's Day famous for? Cards... Chocolate, meal deals, wine, Prosecco, presents. That's quite boring, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, love songs. Love songs? Like people who
0: sing love songs. We could pick three singers, three famous so S- uh, singers. Barry White. Barry White, the walrus, he's, he's, he's uh, the, the what's he called, the walrus of love? Yep, the walrus of love, I'm L- not sure that is his name. I think he is called
1: the walrus. Right, okay. The walrus of love, so we'll go Barry White. So Barry White. Oh, George Michael, Careless Whisper. George Michael, okay. That's, that's in like, different corner's a great song.
0: G- oh. G- George Michael and... Um, love songs, love songs, love songs. Famous Valentine songs. Love songs. Famous...
1: Um, do you like Al so, Green? Let's stick together. Let's yeah. stay together.
0: Lionel Richie. Uh, Adele.
1: Oh, Adele's a good shout. What's the big famous one that she did? I was quite a few right now. Was, yeah, she's had quite a no, lot it was yeah. Make You Love Me. What's that song called? You, you Make Me Love Me. Lo- uh, ma- make, make Love ma- to Me. Make You Feel My Love. That's the one. Right. So we've got Barry, Adele, and George. Okay,
0: right, fine. <laughs> Barry White, Adele. And George. And, and George Michael. for start
1: sub sell for the football. Okay. Who's a, starting? Who's the val- And it's solved. a
0: Valentine's special as yes. well. A Valentine's special for start sub sell. Barry White, George Michael, or Adele. Who you starting, who you subbing, who you yeah. selling. It's at Big Football Scott for that. And you can get us on Twitter uh, with that handle also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And you can subscribe on YouTube. Just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube and we've got our own wee video section as well. Well, there. So uh, that is very nice. Remember, leave your comments there, and remember, Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the air every single weekday night from six pm, taking your calls across Glasgow and the West and beyond on over 1025
1: Can we title this podcast the Wheelbarrow? The Wheelbarrow, yes we can. <laughs> yes we can. And only the people who've listened to it will now understand why we've called podcast The Wheelbarrow
0: Speaking of people who make love like no one else it's time to call Jose Oh Jose 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 Jose
1: Jose Jose Jose. Now it's
0: a wee bit later than usual so don't know if we'll get him Um, and obviously it's only two days away for Valentine's Day so he'll be a busy man be out collecting Hello Jose Jose no boys, how are you? Not how too you bad I was just saying there It's Valentine's Day Two days time This is your busy time of the year, isn't it? Yeah No, no Valentine this year, man Oh no oh, I no. thought you had I thought you had Three girlfriends sorted No, but listen I'm so No, boys, I swear I'm not happy
1: Be single, eh? Are, are, I, I have... are, you, are you not like On a dating app or something? Do you not have a, a lady For Valentine's Day? No, 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 because I just feel Valentine's Day cost a fortune, man. They just want a present all the time and eat out all that stuff. No, I'm like this Valentine's Day. Maybe I find a maybe I find girlfriend after Valentine's Day. So so you 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 stop seeing the ladies before Valentine's Day because it's too expensive. That's what you're saying, you're a tight arse. <laughs> That's what you're saying. That's what you're admitting to, Jose. No, I'm not, listen. I'm not saying that. You bloody but, are. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that but no it's
0: difficult to find somebody you know what I mean the moment yeah. the girls problem man the girls problem I just happy to be myself at the moment Okay. so are you going to have a wee sort of meal deal for yourself on Wednesday night maybe go to M&S and treat yourself yes meal for myself go in the gym in the morning do all my stuff and then nighttime. we meal we glass the water do me fine excellent oh, but-
1: well you have a lovely valentine's day my friend it's been lovely speaking to you again thank you boys thank you cheers Thanks, Jose bye bye love
0: you Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs> bye oh, let's get his chant on again
1: Jose 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 it's a
2: tight Jose Jose
0: Right, there goes Jose. Time for Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. So, are you getting any closer to this? The answer inside this envelope. Somebody's close to it. This was sealed on the 8th of January. We're now more than a month after this was sealed. Yeah, but you were on holiday for a week, so we didn't do it that week. So, what is the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexie's Midnight Runners? Dell says Dexie's Midnight Runners song Gino is about a soul singer from Nottingham, Gino Washington and Ollie Burke played for Nottingham Forest. Fraser says Jordan Rhodes' relative Bernard Rhodes used to manage Dexys' Midnight Runners. Agent 72, Bander from Birmingham, and Burke plays currently for Birmingham City. It's as simple as that. Derek FM says, is it as simple as Dexys are a Celtic folk band, or Celtic folk band, and Burke played for Celtic? He then followed it up with another tweet saying, actually, looking into this a bit deeper, the Dexys at one time were reduced to just Roland and Patterson, who were referred to as the Celtic Soul Brothers. Ollie Burke played for Celtic. Oh, that sounded really well thought through. I can tell you. it oh, somebody got it right? That. Nobody's got it oh. right again. So, we keep rolling on. At Big Football Scott. At Big Football Scott. Can, can we just
1: confirm, there please, Stephen? Can we please just confirm we're talking about Ollie Burke here? Right? We're 100% talking about Oli Bark, but we need you to just admit that. Just please just tell us it's that. Because I don't want it's going on forever because it's going to do my nothing. It's meant to be difficult. Yeah, I know it is, but that's still making it difficult by just admitting it's Oli Bark because everyone's having a guess it's Oli Bark. So it clearly is him. I would say that some people are in, are going in the right direction. Right, okay, so it's that's all about Oli Bark. So we need to find a connection. Somebody, do we Oli Bark and Dex's Midnight Runners? The answer is out there somewhere, and I have full faith in somebody. Getting it right. Apparently your pals got it right.
0: There is my pal who... Somebody
1: who's obsessed with this, this this part of the show. Yeah, he he basically got it. And what's his name? Uh, Rory. Well done to you, Rory. So there is somebody out there who's got it right, but we can't let him play because he's pals with Stephen. Yes. But um, we need one of use out there to please, please, please get their answer right, because it's doing my fucking head in.
0: What is the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer... Ollie Bark. ...and Dexie's Midnight Runners? The big band from the 1980s who are currently gone on tour Scottish Scottish football's even harder hardest question maybe you'll get it right next week you can leave your answers on YouTube or at Big Football Scott you can tweet us direct as well if you've got any theories that's Stephen Mill at Eun D Cameron as well okay it's time for the quiz everyone yay here we go right play the bed okay so no producer John this week and Ewan spent a a very stupid amount of time slagging off producer Scott despite the fact he's the person who has to uh,
1: answer the or give us the questions here yes Uh, can I just say see from last week I was kicking myself all week and it really annoyed me that I went 1875 for the the year that Aberdeen were formed and I actually said the answer 1903 but as everyone keeps telling me and I've heard this throughout my career and throughout my life always go with your first answer well how that didn't work for me last week no, I, I went with my first answer and it was wrong and I should have gone with my second answer so I ended up losing the quiz and it really pissed me off. So what I'm going to be doing this week because I find that you being here and talking pish is really distracting. Right. Really distracting. And the dramatic music you play is really distracting so I'm going to solve this problem. Hold on.
0: Right. He's going across to his bag. Yep, yeah, he's got his bag up in his bag.
1: Yeah, hold on a second. That's
0: his bag. His arms are, yeah, there it is. Yeah. What's that?
1: Those are sound-cancelling headphones. Right. So when, so when the question gets asked, I'm removing my headphones, I'm putting on my sound-cancelling headphones so I can't hear your nonsense or the producer's nonsense, and I'm going to listen to some Vivaldi.
0: Right, OK. Well, we need a quiz host and master. Yeah. Uh, come down, producer Scott. How are you doing? You OK?
3: Yes, Glad to join you guys today I was actually um, Going to bring in Some easier questions For you But it hasn't been Very nice so far So yeah, we'll exactly. see how that goes exactly.
0: I don't need
1: your help You prat <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, if you've never yeah. seen the quiz before or heard the quiz before, this is how it works. It's a penalty shootout style, me and Ewan, alternate questions and uh, basically it's uh, best of five. So if it goes to all the way through to the five, then we go to a tiebreaker if we can't be um, split between us. So um, yeah, well, that's just about it. Oh, top end questions. So we can ask for a top end question, which is worth two points. It's our discretion when we do that and uh, we need to flip the coin to decide who's going first. Yeah, one. You call Ewan so I Oh my god it's I lose tails, So I'll go first Scott if that's okay Yep um, Me go first Me versus Ewan Here's question number one Let's go Some dramatic music please Right
3: Okay First question Who were the last team To beat Celtic In the League Cup
0: In the League Cup
3: Yes
1: Oh I like you Scott Oh I like you Scott <laughs> that's actually
3: slightly top bin-ish that question I think that's top bin you should wait and see what the top bins actually are yeah Okay. that's a good question well
0: it was this season because Rangers won the League Cup
1: (gasps) oh so it's it's so easy now when I think about it but
0: I oh I do know who it is it's Kilmarnock
3: so your answer is Kilmarnock final answer so it is well done thank you right go on give me my first question okay you've got this you yeah name any side Robbie McCrory has played with on loan from Rangers any side that Robbie McCrory has played for on loan from Rangers that's a goalkeeper it
1: might be hold on I'm going to listen to some Vivaldi
0: Right, but you can't just take ages. I don't know how soundproof it is either.
3: I think Vivaldi's songs are quite long as well.
0: Yeah, let's hope it's not too long
1: because we've all got a life to be getting on with. Four Seasons is lovely from Vivaldi. Nice violin.
0: Um, Just answer the question.
3: How long do we give him before it's just wrong? It's uh, I don't know. <sighs>
0: right. Look he, he, he got right. an answer. He's got an answer, right? Good. Excellent.
1: What's the answer? Livingston. Final answer.
3: Livingston. Well done. Thank you, Vivaldi. Okay. One all. Back to you. Yeah. So who is the current top scorer in the Scottish Premiership?
0: Lauren Shankland.
3: Lauren Shankland is correct. Right. Question two for me. Yep. Go on. What SPFL Premiership team have a bolt on their badge, Ewan? A bolt. <laughs> so I'm cancelling headphones on.
1: I'm now going to listen to John Williams in Jurassic
2: Park. <laughs> in the
0: history of this podcast, this is probably... Uh, a boat on
1: their badge—the
0: most irritating, ship, and annoying thing that Ewan has um. done. And that—that's a—that's a long list, mm-hmm. and a high bar for annoyance. Got an answer?
3: Okay.
1: headphones are off. Put things back on.
3: <sighs> What's your answer? Ross County. Ross County. Do they have a boat on their badge? No, they don't. Oh no, 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 oh, no! Come no, on! No, 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 no! It's
1: not. It's not Ross What's County. The final answer, it's yeah. not Ross County. It's definitely not Ross County. Raymond, right, well, what is your answer? Sorry, what I, is your answer? My my final answer is going to be the team that's got a boat on their badge is Kilmarnock. Nice try. Who
0: is that? I don't know. Can I have a guess at this? Is it Motherwell? Yeah, go for
3: it. It's Motherwell? Is it like Morton? No,
1: it's Hibbs. I should have listened to Vivaldi. I made the mistake there listening to Jurassic Park. Oh, Jesus. Hibs have got a boat on their badge. Yep. Hibs have got a boat on their badge. Okay. Shit, I'm two-one down. Question three, Stephen.
3: Right. We're staying with badges, Stephen, here. (sighs) What type of tree... Is on the mother badge.
1: What type of tree is on the mother whale badge? To go 3 1 up? Oh uh, fir tree? <laughs>
3: A, fir A fir tree. <gasps> A fir tree, final what? answer. You would think so. Oh. And that is correct.
1: No! 3 1 up, go!
3: What's my question? Okay, Ewan. I reckon you'll get this one. Which former Scotland international now manages Southampton?
1: Hold on. Jesus Christ. Just put my sound cancelling headphones on so I don't hear your pitch, Jack. Just hurry up! And I'm going to listen to the flying theme from E.T. Such a beautiful movie. Just answer the question, Jesus. Flying across the trees and the moon. Oh, I got my answer Okay Uh, That'll be, final answer, Russell Martin
3: Russell Martin, you sound confident And you should be, that is a goal Well done
1: Thank you my friend, that's uh, 3-2 After question 4 for me, question 4 for Stephen Okay Stephen That's question 4 for you Yeah, but only 3 questions for you Yeah, but I've I've only got 2 right, it's 3-2 Okay
3: Stephen, how many Scottish teams has John McGinn played for?
1: Oh. (sighs) Did he go alone, Shetley?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think he did. So I'll go for two, final answer.
3: Before I let you know, do you want to try and guess what the two are? St. Bernard and Hibbs. St. Murnin-Hibbs
0: mm-hmm. is correct. Well done. He's 4-2 up after four questions. See, I, I, I didn't think he'd been out on loan because you would have heard about that. Right, you and this, this.
1: My, this is my fourth question, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm
3: 4-2 yeah, down.
1: have to get this one. So if I don't get this right, you win the quiz offer. Or do I go top Ben
3: to go for all? I think this one's a gimme. I, I I think you'll get this one. All right then, I'll just no
1: because then if he gets the fifth one right, then he wins it. All qu- right, give me my fourth question.
3: The fourth question, okay. Go on. Who is the only North Macedonian international playing in the Scottish Premiership? North Macedonian international.
1: That's, we just talked to them, We know. I don't even need to put my sound-cancelling headphones for this. I don't need to hear the um, the Blue Danube by Johann Strauss. I'm going to go Miowski. Final answer. Miovsky is correct. Well done. 4-3. Right. 4-3. Four, three. Four, three. Stephen's final question. I'll make it. I'll please just get it wrong, Stephen, to make it interesting. Shut up. Just okay. give me
0: the question.
1: <laughs> Which... You can't get five out of five. That just shows how easy this fucking quiz is. And you're not coming back again if he wins this. Well, you've got. You've got three out of four. Right. Well, I just. <laughs>
3: Go, give him it. To, give it to him. Okay, okay. Which Celtic player currently has the number nine jersey? <sighs> number nine.
0: I've no got a clue.
1: I've
0: no got a Scooby. It's not rule What number's he? Seven is it not?
1: No. No, he nah, it is. It's not.
0: No, def- Lewis Palmer 7 I'm but, keeping my mouth shut but I don't think Kyogo isn't 9 I don't think is he? have they given it to that boy that's just come in a or whatever his name is but honestly I, I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you don't think it's my Ada I don't think it's Kyogo Kyogo's 8 Kyogo's 8 I'll have to go for the the Ida, the new boy.
3: Final answer. Adam Ida to yeah. win the quiz.
0: Ah oh, no no, I'm not quite win the quiz. You, you can still go top bin. Oh yeah, for my fifth question to
1: draw it and move one point ahead. Yep. Exactly, but I'll go Adam Ida.
3: He's right. He's right. He is right.
1: I forgot about the top bin question. My fifth question to get it right to go equal on points and go at tiebreak. Okay. So it's
3: 5-3, top Ben, I need this to go level. Come on, come on! Okay, top Ben, Go on. Ewan, what is St. Murren's highest top flight finish in the SPL, SPFL era? St. Murren's highest top flight As in what position?
1: Position in the league. Position in the league? Yeah. Okay. Right, sound cancelling, headphones on. I'm now listening to... What I'm going to listen to. The love theme from Superman. It's that moment when Clark Kent Superman is flying through the sky with Lois Lane. You can see the Statue of Liberty. Uh, St. Martin. <laughs> Come on, Superman, help me. Oh, their highest ever position in SPL on SPFL history in the top flight. They never got second. Is it third or fourth? <laughs> right. I'm going to go for that. I've written it down. Right. Sound cancelling headphones off. Thank you, Superman. Third final answer. Third position? It was third or fourth. I've gone third. Please tell me. It's third. Please tell me. Just take a tie break.
3: I'm afraid you were miles off. The answer was 7th in the 2020-2021 season.
0: To, I don't need to hear all the detail. I don't need to hear the detail. I, I don't think that's correct, Scott. Did they not finish 6th last season?
3: Uh, well, producer John's written it down. I seventh. I would. I would. Does I, it
1: matter? Did they finish third I mean, or fourth? The, I mean, does it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You no, are still matter. wrong. It doesn't matter. And he is can, still listen. Wrong. I, on, I, can we stop the quiz now? I mean, no. g- I mean, genuinely. It's Champions becoming, League music, please, Scott. It's Champions becoming, League music. It's, it's, bec- it's boring. It's really boring. It's not. It is because you win every week. You win every this? single week. It's boring. It's like it's like the Scottish Premiership when Rangers were in the, the fourth division. The, the 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 league three and then Celtic were just winning league after league after league after league after league and there was no challenge apart from when Aberdeen nearly did it in 2014. It's been pish and this is pish. Now you got Rangers back. There's a bit more of a challenge and something more to look forward to. You got Hearts that are coming up as well. But this game is worse than when Celtic were in the league and walking and winning trebles left, right and centre. This is worse than that. This is more boring than that. And I'm fucking sick of it. So I think we should end the quiz. Do, let's not do it anymore because I'm getting bored of it and I'm now leaving. I, I mean, the, you could just. Who came up with the idea with the quiz? Oh, it was me. Yeah, that
0: was me. Right. You could just not be shy at the quiz. Oh,
1: that... Stephen, I, I actually think the quiz is actually it's actually engineered for you to make, look good. How's it? In, I because don't need engineered you... to make you look good. Because I need Stephen, no engineering you're... to look no, 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 good because you're really into Scottish football. You host
0: the Scottish football podcast.
1: Yeah, I know, but that, then, then when I did the football for that was like in the noise, and all these questions are fucking daft what do you mean they're daft they're just daft it's all about league one pushing league two and championship there was crap. there was no
0: league one or league like the question you got wrong was about hibs I can't get
1: out of here how can I
0: get out right play the outro music please Scott and uh, uh, I'll let him out okay anyway, I'll but, do the
1: podcast next week if we don't drop this quiz right okay the quiz
0: will be back next week uh, whether you and Cameron is or not then uh, who knows but um, you know fingers crossed he's not have a great week everyone and remember get in touch for everything on at big football, Scott start sub sell we've got our Valentine's special there as well we've got Scottish football's even harder hardest question hopefully you'll get it right sometime soon and then obviously get in touch for anything else leave your comments on YouTube at big football, Scott, and um, enjoy the rest of your week and make sure you're listening to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard every single night from six o'clock me and Ewan will be back this coming Saturday everywhere else with a big Saturday football show enjoy your week everyone ta-ta yeah, just at my cell nerdies, right?